Namaste guys. I am Dr. Anushruti and I am back with a power-packed episode. Today's on board, I have a gorgeous woman, a special physical therapist and yes, a power woman too. She is none other than Dr. Sam Gatch. She will ponder all her knowledge about exercise, weightlifting, strength training, warm-up and whatnot. So let's not waste time and call her on board. Hello, Dr. Sam, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I am good. Well, you are all about exercise. So why would I miss the chance to talk about warm-up with you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What is warm-up and why exactly is it so important before you know going for any exercise and any physical work? That's such a good question and one I get very regularly. I think having a really good warm-up routine is really just like priming your muscles for whatever activity you're doing. I know a lot of people um, will just kind of jump in or do lighter weights or walk before doing a running workout and it's really just not the same. And so by doing some good mobility exercises, we can really wake up the muscles so they're ready to perform their absolute best. I know a lot of people when they're younger, they try and get away with um, not doing a full complete warm up, and it just doesn't work whenever you're trying to perform your best. Dr. Sam, what is the correct way, you know, the correct order, the correct exercises or activities that should be included in a right warm-up routine? Because I believe there are a lot of people who are still not aware. What they know is that, okay, we need to do some stretchings and that is all a warm-up is known as. But I believe right. there's specific a thing and activities included in a good warm-up session. Right. So, and that can depend so much on what you're warming up for. It can vary day to day. Usually I like to take a look at my weaknesses. So for example, um, tonight I have a bench press workout and I know that I have a hard time keeping my back tight on my bench. So I'm going to warm up with some rows. I also know that my shoulder stability isn't great. And so I'm going to do some kettlebell holds to make sure that my shoulder stabilizers are ready to be at their best for that workout. Um, and so that's what I usually encourage my clients to do is take a look, see what your known weaknesses are. What are your coaches telling you you need to work on? What have you noticed that you need to work on? And then pick three to four exercises that really hone in on that area to make sure that you're really at uh, gonna be able to perform with those, uh, your best with that part. You know, Dr. Sam, I have come across a lot of clients and patients and people who do not know the exact time to do warm-up for. The first question that is, how much should a warm-up long last for? Second question following that, do they actually have to take rest in between the warm-up sets? And also, you would have come across a lot of people specifically in the strength training area. What they do is they warm up, especially the beginners, they warm up and directly move to the activity. Or they warm up and then take rest for one hour and then they'll start the activity. 
So what mm -hmm. are these answers? So, and it depends so much per person. Usually I like to warm up for anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes, depending on what I'm doing that day. Um, lately, I do a lot of powerlifting. And so those workouts can take up to three hours. Um, so 40 minutes is not necessarily for everyone. Usually like a 10 to 20 minute window should be good if you're doing like an hour workout. Um, I rest a little bit between my warm up sets or all superset exercises to where I'm not just like going through a bunch of the same exercise and then fatiguing that muscle because then that's also going to affect your performance as well. Um, but just making sure that you have a well-rounded workout built, uh, warm-up built to supplement your workout and use some of the accessory exercises that some people will put at the end of their workout can be included in your warm-up and definitely count as part of your workout. Um, as far as resting in between um, the, the warm-up and the workout, maybe a little bit, but you should be primed and pretty ready to go and not too fatigued from your warm-up that you can't jump in. Totally. Also, don't you think that there is a myth or, okay, let me just uh, rely on you. Is it a myth or a fact that uh, weightlifting, strength training, exercise and running, physical activity is restricted to a particular age group, to a particular population? Is there Absolutely. Any it is definitely a myth. Um, I will tell you right now, I have one of my clients preparing for her first weightlifting competition tomorrow, and she's 65 years old. You can do this whenever, however old you are. It's never too late to start. And there's definitely no time that you need to stop doing it. So this makes us feel old. Everyone who's listening and watching this, this is making us feel old. Well, you know, here in India, and I believe in your country as well, uh, you would have come across a lot of people who believe that if you are in the geriatric population, you're not supposed to do certain exercises. You are just supposed to be dependent on crutches, walkers. And yeah, you know, I have also seen that they do not allow teenagers 17 to 18 years, 16 years of boys and girls to, uh, you know, tend to lift weights. What are your take on it? I think it's great for all populations. Um, I know there's definitely been myths circulating that it'll stunt your growth or make you more prone to injury. And that's definitely not the case. Um, it's really just going to make a more well-rounded athlete, whether or not lifting is their focus or just conditioning for another sport. It's definitely a great way and can lead into some good lifelong health um, routines. Sleep, you know, this is the word mm -hmm. everyone's actually liking it. And I hope my dear listeners and viewers, you are not sleepy till now of the episode. Well, Dr. <laughs> Sam, sleep. How much is sleep important for a good workout? And even, you know, when we have clients, when we have patients, and we ought to tend them, you know, we ought to give them a lot of certain exercises that th these are your home workouts and these are your clinical workouts. Do you believe that a good sleep impacts on their workout and treatment pl 
you know, procedure, planning, or treatment mechanism. It is, is there so of a good sleep. And yes, for my listeners, what exactly is a good sleep? It is so so important. Um, I think it's normally recommended about eight to ten hours of sleep. I track my sleep. I know um, a lot of people wear like the Whoop straps. I found an app for my Apple Watch that tracks my sleep. Um, and so it tells me how deep of sleep I'm getting, how long I'm sleeping, if I need to go to bed earlier tonight because I'm behind on sleep. Uh, there's so much research coming out about particularly sleep and recovery and sleep in pain. And so I tell a lot of my clients who come to me with like these acute pain problems, maybe they pulled a muscle in the gym, maybe something else happened that work in life. And whenever your body's trying to recover, if you're not getting enough sleep, it's not getting the chance to repair itself and it can make that pain feel worse. And so I always tell my people who come into me with a lot of pain that that is their number one priority is making sure they're well rested. A lot of people are really concerned about a right sleep position and if they're sleeping correctly. And I always tell them like whatever position you're comfortable in and can fall asleep in is way more important to make sure you're getting the sleep than worrying about the right position because if we're getting the sleep, that pain's gonna feel less the next day. Also to make a notice, this episode is not at all sponsored by Apple Watches, so you can wear anything you would like to. Well, here, Dr. Sam, I would like to introduce you to a segment of my show, which everyone genuinely waits for, and that is answering the question of my followers. So I have yeah. a bunch of questions ready for you. So is Dr. Sam ready to answer these questions? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the first question comes from Kavita Deshmukh from Maharashtra. Have you heard of Mumbai, Dr. Sam? I have. So Mumbai is the capital of Maharashtra. And mm -hmm. uh, I believe you would have heard about it because of Bollywood, Bollywood movies, actors, or the nightlife Probably. maybe? Probably. Okay. So Kavita Deshmukh is saying, hello, Dr. Sam, how are you? Hi, Kavita. How are you? I am a beginner in weightlifting injury. How do I prevent my shoulder to get injured while lifting weights? So there's three things that I like to look at whenever I am trying to prevent an injury or rehab someone who is already injured. For one, if you don't have anything start filming your lifts. It's gonna tell you a lot about your form and technique and kind of see what looks weird. Um, and then if you can't find anything or you aren't already working with a coach to help you or a trainer, um, it's always good to have a second eye on things just because if you're new and you're not totally sure what it should look like, it's great to have someone nearby who can watch you and make sure your form is good. Um, if all of those bases are covered, I like to look at stability, mobility, and flexibility. And so flexibility meaning that you have the flexibility to get into those positions. So if we're talking about lifting overhead, can your arms go straight overhead or are you stuck out in front of yourself a little bit? 
we need to make sure that you even have that right motion before we dive too much into it. Mobility means, are you strong in that position? Can your muscles hold that position against gravity with weight? Um, if not, then that's definitely an area you wouldn't want to look at. And then the stability is, will they handle any, any kind of wiggle? Usually whenever we're lifting weights, it's up and down pretty quick. And sometimes it can get a little shaky. And so making sure your muscles are strong enough and stable enough to control the weight so it's not shaky up and down is really important to making sure that nothing gets tweaked or pulled in a weird way. I hope Kavita, your question is answered. All the best for your journey in weightlifting. Next, we have Suresh Rai from Nagpur. He says, hello, Dr. Sam, greetings from India. How are you? I started treadmill, but my legs are already hurting. Why is it so? Is it normal? Also, what are the ways to overcome fatigue while doing workouts? That's such a good question. As far as why your legs are hurting, that can be so many different things. My best recommendation is to find someone to figure out exactly what that issue is. And it might just be the quick fatigue. It might just be a muscle soreness. And if that's the issue, then you can combat this by doing shorter intervals more frequently. So instead of trying to make a goal of walking for 20 minutes straight, break it down, do a minute or two and then rest or a minute or two quickly and then rest for another minute or two and then keep working and building so those rest intervals become shorter and you're able to do more for longer. Okay, next we have Disha Gupta from Ahmedabad. She says, I have frozen shoulder. It has been almost three months now. What exercises should I do to get back my movement of shoulder? Oh, that's a good question. Um, a frozen shoulder can be very tricky depending on what particular movements are limited. And because it's so frozen and so limited, a lot of times it's really helpful if you can have someone, um, ideally a health professional to stretch that muscle out. But the best I can offer you is try and move it as much as you can. A lot of times I tell my clients to use one arm to help the other arm move in different directions. And the more you're able to move it in whatever pain-free motion you can, then the better it'll feel and better it'll recover faster. Best of luck with that. That's a tricky one. Okay, next we have someone who wants to be anonymous. Okay, he says, I am really excited to begin my weightlifting journey. I want to be a bodybuilder, but I really want to know what kind of shoes are good to be worn while working out in a gym or strength training academic area. That's so such it's a all about the types of shoes. Yeah, and so I love that you asked that because I see a lot of people wearing like these cushiony running shoes to lift weights in. And the fact of the matter is, is that 
it's just not optimal for lifting. So I recommend anything that is flat and hard. Um, a lot of people wear like the trucks or vans or you see so many new minimalist shoes out there now and that's because they're flat shoes, there's not a heel lift and it creates a really stable surface for whatever weight you're trying to lift. Okay, well with this we have come to the end of the segment but my question is still there. So Dr. Sam, what would be your biggest advice to all the patients, clients, followers, everyone who's listening to have a good treatment mechanism, like what should be there, you know, in the mind, their routine while being or while doing home workouts, what should they follow? Uh, get strong, as strong as you can. Uh, as we get older, we tend to lose muscle very quickly and it's very hard to keep on. And so regardless of how old you are, the more strength you can build now, the less likely you are to depend on others later. And so that is that is always my goal for everyone. Also, I believe, you know, this episode was really important to make people aware about warm-up exercises because I have come across a lot of patients, clients who do not exactly know what warm-up is. Again, with that, moving on, we discussed so much about uh, the strength training programs the techniques, importance of sleep, and of course, the questions of my general audience. Well, with this, we have come to an end of the episode. Thank you so much, Dr. Sam, for taking out time from your schedule to speak to us and my audience. I do hope you enjoyed watching this. Also, yes, to make a note, I really want to let everyone know that you guys can comment down and send me a DM on every social media handle to send in your questions directly for my next speaker. Thank you so much, Dr. Sam. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great. It was. Thank you so much. Well, this is your reminder to straighten your back, have a good sleep and bring a glass of water. Till then, take care. Goodbye.